Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Guys, we need to change it to quick Q&A with the CSPOA deal. It's going to be a, a multitude of things. We're going to spend the first half of the show talking with Sam Bushman, who's the VP of Operations for the Constitutional Sheriffs and uh, Police Officers Association. And let me just tell you a little bit before we bring him on, but then we're also going to talk about some breaking news that's coming out right now. That breaking news is that Tina Peters... Um, and uh, Belinda um, uh, uh, Kinsley is, has been charged with four felonies, four felonies for trying to secure the election in 2020, trying to basically un- uncover all of the fraud that was committed. So they have now weaponized against um, Tina Peters and Belinda this is just another one of those things that we are going to have to deal with. But we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to pivot a little bit more and talk about Ukraine. But first of all, we want to talk about where we are um, as far as the uh, with constitutional sheriffs and being the last, um, the last line of defense. But let me tell you a little bit about um, Sam before we bring him on. So, uh, you know, I'm going to use his own words. So in his own words, he's a family man. He has eight kids. Um, he's homeschools his kids. He loves playing games, enjoying the outdoors, reading, uh, has a love of music. And, um, he is also a talk show host for the last 25 years. Um, he is God centered in everything that he does. Um, and, uh, his radio programs have been syndicated on several radio networks. Um, he currently hosts Liberty Roundtable, uh, a nationally syndicated talk show on the lovingliberty.net radio network. So without that, let's go ahead and bring him on. Um, Sam, welcome to the show. You're very welcome. Delighted to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And man, it sounds like a bunch of killer topics. I'm ready to go. Yeah, so we, you know, we're, we're in the fight of our lives right now. I know that we've, uh, we've had a little bit of a you know, discussion beforehand, and I, I got the chance to tell you a little bit about the Tina Peters and Belinda issue being charged with four felonies. Um, th- th- those felonies, by the way, if I can find it really quick and, and tell you, it, it is, it reads like a persecution handbook. Um, the first three were attempt to influence a public servant, which is the new statute. Uh, it's a F four, it's a felony of lying to a peace or police officer. Um, the fourth one, which is conspiracy to commit criminal uh, impersonation, gain of a benefit. Um, th- that is a, a class six felony. And I think that's because she was directed by um, Tina to uh, go back to work after she was illegally removed. Um, and then violation of duty, uh, which is a misdemeanor, failure to comply with requirements of Secretary of State, uh, which, by the way, is, is, is not a misdemeanor. It's not even a criminal uh, act, but um, it's not even a cr- – cr- so, so it's, it's a bunch of BS, right? So um, what, what do you think of that? I mean, just hearing that, obviously, given the, the fact that there's been three – different reports that have come out that have shown massive fraud in the Dominion systems. What do you, what do you think of the, this kind of weaponization against these two? 
You know, a lot of people think this weaponization is new and that it's just kind of started. It's not new, and it has not just started. This has been going on for decades in America, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and most Americans are just waking up to this reality. I remind you, back in 1913, they created the fraudulent money system known as the Federal Reserve on Jekyll yeah. Island. They literally created money out of thin air. They said, I'm going to print a $100 bill. I'm going to print it for two cents. We're going to charge the American people 100 bucks for it. Then we're going to add insult to injury and add interest. So this criminal element in the deep state has been going on for a long time. So let's, let's not pretend that it's new. And let me tell you a story about the 1980s for a second, because it's relevant. A friend of mine, his name is Hans Anderson. Hans, He's a yeah. CPA. Hans Anderson's a CPA by trade, okay? And Hans Anderson found himself at the head of a legitimate federal grand jury. And so they took on several matters that were before them. And then they have the right to bring anything else they feel relevant up. So they literally indicted the Federal Reserve back in the 80s. Hans Verlin Anderson and his federal grand jury indicted the Federal Reserve in the early 80s. This guy's a personal friend of mine, so I know everything I'm telling you about it is factual. Anyway, long story short, the judge just dismissed it and called it a runaway grand jury. The a judge runaway, dismissed it and called it a runaway grand jury. That's right, sir. Now, how do you get a runaway grand jury, ladies and gentlemen? I thought the grand jury was the law regarding these, you know, and if there's an indictment, then there needs to be accountability. Well, I bring this up because this is kind of the same thing. When the deep state is threatened to the point where they have no avenue, they just, relate, they just move to straight out criminal activity to carry forward their shenanigans. And the more we catch them at it, at some point, we the people are going to have to stand up and call them to account is the reason I'm telling you all this. Right. So we're dealing with, you know, you know, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but Eric Coomer was uh, lied to the police three times um, and could have been charged with that F4 felony for trying to, but instead he was allowed to call his lawyer who showed up on the scene and then his other lawyer showed up because the other lawyer had to leave and uh, was able to talk the officers into not charging him with the felony and only charging him with a hit and run. Right, so it seems as if they yeah, they have a cabal. will be used against you, selective enforcement, unless we don't want it to. Right, right. So this is the lawlessness we talk about. Right, this is selective persecution, not prosecution, and this is uh, it's pretty scary what we're dealing with. I mean, we're th th this is, and frankly, I I'm disgusted by it, but I think that we have to rally around Tina and rally around um, uh, Belinda, and I think that uh, we need to have massive protests all over the country for what they're, what they're doing to these two. And I plan on pushing that. I agree. When we say massive protests, we need to be very careful, though, because the deep state is very adept at turning these things against us. So I'm not saying that we don't need to have righteous indignation, and I'm not saying we don't need to push back because we do. What we need to do, though, is make sure we're holding the moral high ground. And that's kind of where, in my opinion, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association comes in. Yeah. Uh, the CSPOA.org, uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, our founder, who beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court, by the way, uh, over gun control. Bill Clinton was wrong. Sheriff Mack, a lowly sheriff who they claim has no authority, was right, and he won. Uh, but I tell you that because he wrote a book called The County Sheriff, America's Last Hope. And I believe if we truly really want to get fully informed juries in place to hold these people to account, uh, if we want to, all these things really relate to working with and backing our sheriff. If our sheriff, if the blue is willing to be true, meaning keep their oaths of office, obey the Constitution, then we need to back them and help that happen. They can right. create posses to carry out their will. There's a lot we can do. 
but I believe there's a right way and a wrong way tactically to go about this. Okay, so it's funny that you say that because we've had conversations with sheriffs, and most sheriffs don't even know what the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment are, just so we're clear. Then we need to teach them and give them a little yeah. bit of time, and if they understand it, great. If they don't, we need to replace them with those who understand. Yeah, and I think that that's the, the problem is that we have three different things that we're up against all at the same time. Um, what, what, what is this? Uh, what are we putting up here, guys? What we got, this Tina stuff? Sorry, they, they, they just, they just took okay. me with a hello, hello, hello. Them, okay, so yeah, we have that. There's three the things, though. Okay, go ahead. Say that again. Uh, uh, there's three things we got to worry about, right? At the same time, you were saying. So, so there's three things that, that we, we have to worry about. One, the left, the left literally uh, has a rule book, the rules for radicals, and that we have three different groups, right? So we have the rhinos over here, we have the radical left over here, and we have a grassroots or the people, what I call the people's movement. Um, those are the three areas. And then if you look at how the left operates and how the rhinos operate, they use the rules for radicals book. And the number four is make them, make the people that are actually trying to get things done, make them actually adhere to their own rules while we don't act with any rules, right? And so the, one of the hard things, Sam, and, and you might not agree with me, and you, you actually might not agree with me, but we could take the moral high ground until the point where we're in the valley and Goliath or these radicals are over there on the other side, and then maybe we just have to be David. Maybe we now, have hold on. to... Yeah. Hold on, because I absolutely a thousand percent agree with you. But I would submit to you that if we're going to be David, and believe it or not, Sheriff Mack, our president, wrote a book called Are You a David? To yeah. make your very point. And the point is that we are still holding the moral high ground. If they force us into a war, which we don't want, and which will be peaceful if we're allowed to, but you know what? If they drag us into a war, we have a God-given inalienable right of self-defense, which we must morally use. So I'm not saying that we can never stand up for ourselves. We can never defend ourselves or we lose the moral high ground. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying as we go down this road, we need to make sure that we, we really do have the moral high ground. And I'll give you a quick example to make the point. Our founders didn't want to go to war, but they eventually realized they were forced to go to war. And what happened? Uh, you know what? Britain came for the guns and the founders said, okay, well, hold on. No, that ain't happening because if that happens, we'll never be able to fight. We'll never be able to protect or defend ourselves again. So that was kind of the line in the sand. The reason that I bring that up is they spent quite a while putting together the Declaration of Independence to really document before witnesses, before a candid world and before God of the redress of grievances that they uh, were dealing with. And so we just need to make sure we have the whole moral high ground. That doesn't mean that we should never take action to defend ourselves. At some point, we may be forced there. Right. And I think we're getting closer than most people even realize. I, I, I think we're, we're past the point, or maybe I can ask you this, I think we're past the point of a constitutional crisis. I think we're at the place right now where the Constitution is being unequally, if at all, applied. So what do you think of that, Sam? So I would say I don't believe we're at a constitutional um, crisis all over the country. I think what's happening is people are picking sides. I know they've got the false left-right paradigm decep deception. Jettison that because that's just a Hegelian dialectic communistic lie to divide and conquer the people. When I say that we're picking sides, though, let me give you some examples. There are counties that are doubling down in tyranny. Okay? And I look at Charlottesville and the battle that took place there to make my point. The government and the cops literally fomented that battle to crush conservatives. I look at January 6th. 
uh, is the same scenario. Both of those, the conservatives got slaughtered, um, but yet they had riots all year long by Black Lives Matter and all these other people on the other side, and they did nothing but foment and support it. So people are picking sides. But you know what? While that's happening in Nevada, for example, and in some places in New York uh, and in Elkhart County, Indiana and other places, they're literally declaring themselves as constitutional counties. So what I'm saying is people are picking sides and there is hope. But Americans have got to start to get serious. Will you move to a constitutional county? Will you jettison these big cities, these bastions of of destruction on everything we hold dear? Or are you just going to have bread and circus and ignore it all? Right. Well, I think that I think there's a little bit of both happening um, if we if we're if we're being honest. But really quickly, I'm going to I'm going to have to read one of our our sponsors. Liberty Cigar Company um, has a a new product out that's uh, assembly of six presidents and one beautiful cigar collection. Each cigar mirrors the personality of one so honored. The set includes uh, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe and John Quincy Adams cigars. Um, so, in, you know, as a sponsor of the show, you can uh, our audience can actually receive 17.76% discount. It's pretty clever. Um, on the early Republic series, originally priced at $89 if you use the code Liberty at LibertyCigars.com. I, I want to uh, r- remind everyone as I, as I say this that uh, my friends, by the way, I know you're listening. Um, you smoked 30 of my cigars, five boxes of these. Um, I would like you to go buy me another one. You can get 17.76% off and, and bring me back my cigars. Daggone it. Uh, no. So, uh, again, libertycigars.com, promo code Liberty, and get 17.76% off. All right. So, l- let's, uh, Sam, we are, we are dealing with unprecedented events going on across the country. And I want to ask you about this because I think it's important. What do you? What? How do we? How do we as constitutional sheriffs, if and getting to know those, our sheriffs and making sure they're constitutional, um, what do we do about a compromised judiciary? So when you say a compromised judiciary, people believe that the judiciary, these nine robes or seven robed thugs, are like gods. First off, you need to jettison that dishonest, false notion. The founders didn't believe that for one second, neither should you. Remember, the Supreme Court used to say that a black person couldn't marry a white person. The government had to stop it. That's why government got involved in marriage in the first place. So this just shows kind of the belligerence uh, and the outmoded view of your government. The Supreme Court also says that you can murder babies left and right, uh, and that's legitimate. In fact, it's a God-given constitutional right of the female kind of a lie. Okay, so let's be clear. The Supreme Court doesn't hold the truth. When you take your oath of office, it doesn't say, if you're a sheriff or any other public official, it doesn't say that I'm going to uphold the Constitution and protect the Constitution from enemies, foreign and domestic, unless the Supreme Court says different. Okay, so we have an obligation to uphold the Constitution and to keep our oath, regardless of what the Supreme Court says. So it never went to the Supreme Court. Well, I guess it did, right? Sheriff Mack said, we're not going to have gun control in my county. And Bill Clinton said, Yes, you will. You're going to have gun control, Sheriff, or I'm going to arrest you. And uh, Bill Clinton lost. Well, the, the courts sided with Sheriff Mack, not with the President of the United States. So let's be very careful when we want to go to the Supreme Court for every answer and let nine robe thugs or whatever decide everything. Well, I'm not let's as go to Let's go to our understanding of the oath of office, and I'll give you a couple of examples to make the point. So you got school parents being charged or accused of being terrorists because they want to go to their school boards. Well, there's a current sitting sheriff in a place called Kleckatak, Washington. His name is Bob Songer. And he literally sent a letter, an open letter, 
to all government officials from his most local level all the way up to the Attorney General of the United States and said, you will not call my citizens terrorists for going to the school board and exercising their First Amendment rights. You will not uh, come in my county and abuse my citizens. You will follow due process of law. And he put them all on notice in his county that that's the facts. Then he took that letter and made it as a, a boilerplate template letter that every one of us, he's asked us to get it to all 3,000 plus sheriffs in the country, asking them to file the same letter. So there are sheriffs starting to stand up and say the feds are not welcome in our counties if they're gonna violate the law. And if they do, we'll arrest them. Okay, but what about what about the um, ICE retainers and you know illegals that are doing really bad things and, and making sure that we honor those? I mean, we're hearing stories across the country that sheriffs aren't doing this, Sam. So how do we, you know, how do we as people, you know, join in this fight to to you know get constitutional uh, constitutionally you know focused sheriffs? I mean, we we have a problem here in Colorado with sheriffs. You have a great question, but I'm going to be very blunt in my answer. Do you know your county sheriff's name? Yeah. Yeah. Does he know? Tony, does he Tony know Spurlock. your name? Oh, he he. I got him on speed dial. I got it. So you've now, done your job quite well. But unless enough Americans do the same. He's going to ignore us all. But if we have a big enough contingent of Americans that expect action from him, he will either carry out action based on the rule of law or we will replace him with somebody who will. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm all for it. But but what about the and again, I I'm not as concerned about the Supreme Court as I am the the the, the judiciary that is completely compromised. And I mean completely. We have judges that are ignoring the law and literally hurting people. And it's been happening for decades. But now it's more pronounced, where they use it to persecute people specifically. So, so what do we do about those judges? I mean, the, the sheriff. Well, let me give an people. example. Yeah. There used to be a, a sheriff. He's not a sheriff now, because I don't know if you know every two years or four years, depending yeah. on sheriffs get replaced and everything else. But his name was Denny Pyman. And Denny Pyman was the sheriff in Kentucky. And Denny Pyman literally arrested a judge on the spot for these kind of behaviors, as you mentioned. And what happened was is that Denny Pyman walked in and said, Judge, you're under arrest. And the judge literally laughed at him. Okay? And what happened is Denny said, No, I'm serious. You're under arrest, sir. And he looked over at the DA and said, Do I have to obey this clown? That's what the judge said about the sheriff. And the, the DA said, I would recommend you go with the sheriff. Well, eventually what happened is he arrested several political officials and created accountability for them. But what happened next election cycle, the citizens put somebody else in place and Denny Pyman was not reelected. But was so he not reelected I mean. because the elections were stolen? Because they saw this as a risk to the rest of the country? Right? Well, that's they a saw big this debate that you can have. Yes. And I think that there's a, a great likelihood that was the case. What state? But was if this? Americans don't dig in precinct by precinct and demand accountability, you can't just let it go to vote by mail and skip all your precincts and go to your, you know, state government or something like that. You'll never have any redress of grievance. You've got to go. There's over 100 plus thousand precincts in America. We've got to take it on precinct by precinct by precinct. And I don't see Americans doing that at all. Yeah, but I, I think that, Sam, my my issue is, I mean, that I'm going to look up Denny Pyman. I'd really like to have a conversation with him, too, at some point. Um, yeah, he's not a sheriff anymore, but you can probably find him. Wow. Okay, so there are sheriffs who have tried to make a difference. Some have been successful. Some have not. A lot of it depends on the people that back the sheriff. And that's why I say we, black, we back the blue when the sheriff is true. Okay, because look, if the sheriff or any public official goes out on a limb to do what's right, unless there's enough people to support them, 
those public officials will literally be uh, virtually hung, so to speak, right? Um, Denny Pyman lost the election. Sheriff Richard Mack sued Bill Clinton and won to defend your gun rights. You want to know what the people did? They didn't reelect him. So see what I mean? How far can a public official go when the people don't have great enough numbers to support those who do what's right? We're in trouble in America, not because there aren't good people that we can elect and that will stand up as much as the people don't even support them when they do. Yeah. So uh, I'm, 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 by the way, I'm looking up uh, Sheriff Pyman. It sounds like they arrested him as well for cultivating marijuana and trafficking anabolic steroids. Um, yeah. How much of that is true? I, I don't I, think so. Again, let me tell you the real, I, I don't know let me tell you true. the real That's, story on Denny Pyman. Yeah. Here's what happened. He was attacking drug traffickers. And then what happened is that they literally defunded his sheriff's department, meaning the other branches of county government defunded him. So he literally drove around a car that would hardly run as he fought drug traffickers. And so I say that you get a hold of Denny Pyman and hear the real story, but I'm telling I want to hear you, the real story. Denny Pyman is a Christian, good man who was railroaded out and they used the media and the other branches of government to literally abuse Denny and prevent him from being reelected. And a similar thing happened to some degree with Sheriff Mack. Whereas, you know what? He wasn't reelected, even though he literally defended the gun rights. Here's what the people said in Sheriff Max County, for example. You're too busy running around with national issues to deal with our local issues. Well, he was really defending the people's right to keep and bear arms in his county and every county in the country. It's the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered. What did the people do? Well, they got him out of office. That's what they did. And so I'm not trying to say that we don't have a serious road to hoe in America. I believe that the secret combinations of God above the people in the deep state is absolutely, they used to act in secret. Now they're just criminal outright in your face. Um, but we, the people, have allowed it to happen. And the only way to solve it is for morality in the people and for us to get great enough numbers to create accountability. Well, so I think you get greater accountability. I think it's going to take us standing in the gap. Um, I, you know, I, I believe that the constitutional sheriffs are, are an answer, are a big answer. Um, I think arresting uh, sitting judges for corruption and for uh, crimes against people individually, I think that people should be able to go and say, hey, listen, this judge is, is, is literally corrupt. Uh, I think that should be able to be happen, but most people don't feel, most people, and I have these conversations with people, they, they, they don't feel that the system is for the people. They feel it's rigged against the people and they, they feel like slaves. And so, you know, one part of this is the Sheriff's Association, but how do we get past these other issues? I mean, like the Tina Peters deal, obviously they're, they're weaponizing the judiciary against her. What can the sheriff do in that case? I mean, he's forced to well, the arrest sheriff, her. The sheriff can do a lot. He's not forced to arrest her at all. Uh, what he could do is he could go back and say, listen, we have due process even for Tina. I know you guys politically hate her guts, but you know what? I'm going to demand due process for this citizen. And I'm not going to pick sides here, but you're going to have your ducks in a row, and I'm going to review it and have an investigation. And I'm going to find out if this is a legitimate arrest based on the rule of law, based on due process, based on all these principles. And if not, you know what? We're dismissing this. Sheriffs can do those kind of things. The question becomes is what county are they in? Will the sheriff do that, right? Yeah, I think that that's, that becomes a bigger issue is that will the sheriffs do that? And I know the sheriff in, in our town very well. He's a, he's a good man. Um, he says that he's a you know, conservative. He's not. 
Um, he was one of the the people that sponsored the red flag laws in Colorado um, that frankly have yeah, been shame used and, wep- and weaponized against people. Yeah, and and he let emotion creep into the to, to, to the argument because he lost an officer um, because a crazy guy shot uh, and killed his officer in a in a uh, a uh, um, stand down. So. You know, I, it, I appreciate that he's a good man, but what we need is good, honest, wise servants of the Republican. Good's not enough. And so he may be a good man, but I would advocate for you guys to find a sheriff who will uphold oh, we are. the rule of law. Oh, we are. We absolutely are. Um, and, and you know, me and Tony have had a conversation about this. We have a problem in El Paso County. We have a problem in uh, one of the northern districts of, uh, of Colorado as well. And, I, you know, we, we've had this conversation about sheriffs. Uh, let, let me ask you a question. How many sheriffs do you have across the country that are a part of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Police Officer Association? So I'm going to answer that very vaguely, and I don't mean to be vague, but I want to kind of highlight something important. Okay. The CSPOA is, the membership of the CSPOA is citizens, not sheriffs. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. okay. So that, when I say that, we've got thousands, tens of thousands of citizen members of the CSPOA. We don't ask sheriffs to be members, and the reason we don't is because, remember, the CSPOA is a training organization to help educate not only the people, but law enforcement and those in public office. So if you, if, if you went to your sheriff, we would not say, will you get your sheriff to join? His name is Tony. What we would say is, Tony, we want to train you about your oath of office and about your duty as a sheriff. We believe that you're living beneath your station, sir, and we want to support you in carrying out your oath of office and becoming a constitutional sheriff. We will train you and support you. So I don't have sheriffs that are members. Now, if Tony joins, he joins as a citizen, not as a sheriff. All right, and the reason that I say that is because we have sheriffs that join us on all kinds of issues. So one time we got over 500 sheriffs to say we will not go along with gun control, for instance. So sheriffs join us on issues of importance, but we don't have sheriffs as members. So I don't have an answer to your question. I will say to you this, though. There are very few 100% constitutional sheriffs in this country. There are a lot of sheriffs that mean well but don't understand. Right. And then there are a lot of sheriffs that absolutely betray their oath. So, so, so they, they and I, so I'm, I'm now bewildered and, um, uh, at this a little bit because, you know, how do sheriffs know that they're not in the minority? How do they, be, how are they able to stand together in the constitutional issues if there's no place for which they can band together and have conversations with other sheriffs? They can become a member of the CSPOA as an individual, okay. right? And then we can connect them with other sheriffs. There's sheriff's databases where there's 3,081 sheriffs in the country. We can help them work together. We create state trainings, for example, in Texas. Uh, we just had a big training uh, in 2021. We had about 60-plus sheriffs and deputies all come to a training. By the way, there's 254 sheriffs in the state of Texas. Um, and we, but we had them all come together so they can network. They can participate in a roundtable. Like I told you, that Bob Songer sheriff in Washington literally wants us to send out through the CSPOA a letter to all 3,000 sheriffs saying, hey, here's how I'm telling the feds to back off and my state to back off abusing my citizens. Um, so there's coordination that we provide. Right. But a sheriff is not a member. Americans are members of the CSPOA. Okay. And so they can go to CS, let me get CSPOA.org yep. um, slash join if you want to join um, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Mack in, uh, 
the CSPOA. So go to CSPOA. Yeah, so we're putting together a huge event in Las Vegas, by the way. We'd like okay. to invite you guys. All right. uh, and it's going to be at the end of September, start of October. So September 30th, October 1st, in Las Vegas at a boutique hotel. And we're going to see if we can't get, we're going to hope to get 700 law enforcement officials at our training where we can train them with literal on the ground things that you can do. We'll have sitting sheriffs there that are taking action uh, as we speak. We'll have former sheriffs who have gone head to head with the federal government, Sheriff Mack being one of them. But another one is a guy by the name of Brad Rogers. He's in Elkhart County, Indiana. He's not a sheriff now because they have term limits there. He's a county commissioner or the equivalent thereof. But when he was the sheriff in Elkhart County, Indiana, he had an Amish farmer that was doing this evil act. He was selling milk and cheese. And so what happened is the government started harassing this farmer. And the farmer eventually came to Sheriff Brad Rogers and said, hey, will you help me stop the feds? And Brad Rogers uh, talked to him, made sure that he was true blue, that he really was ready for the fight. He was. So Brad Rogers literally got a hold of the federal government and said, listen, you're not going to be coming to my county doing this to my citizen anymore. And they said, shut up, Sheriff, will arrest you. And the Sheriff Brad Rogers, in essence, responded, why don't you come to my county and see who gets arrested then? They've never come back, and it's been over a decade. So this is the kind of stuff we're talking about. It can happen, but you've got to have the citizenry ready to support the sheriff. Otherwise, he gets hung out the dry. Well, I think that that's, you know, that, that becomes the, the bigger issue is that, you know, there are things that they can, they can revoke charters. There's all sorts of things that states use in order to keep sheriffs under control um, that we know they've weaponized against different sheriffs here in Colorado as well. And then there's just the power, the, the fear of loss that, that, that creeps in for some of these sheriffs. There's not a whole lot of courage in our country collectively. Certainly isn't among many of our, of our sheriffs. Sam, I'm going to give you the last word um, before we go to break here. Um, but I want to thank you for coming on. Um, you know, tell everyone what they need to hear. You have an event that's coming up in September. They can go to CSPOA.org to sign up and become a part of the organization. You have trainings that are available. Um, there's also a, a video on it that's a, a special from Sheriff Mack. Um, tell, tell everyone else what, what, they, what they desperately need to hear going into some of the most tumultu tumultuous times that we're dealing with. All right. I know people want to skip and take action. And they're even fine with action of war. And I would submit to you that we're not there yet. There are a lot of peaceful actions and solutions that are working across the country. And Sheriff Mack's books, Are You a David, is one of them, meaning are you willing to stand up, sheriff, citizen, everyone, and the County Sheriff America's Last Hope, another one of his books, highlights how we can coordinate locally with the local sheriffs. We can help them learn to become constitutional and help them stand up. And when we have a sheriff that has the guts backed by citizenry that are willing to do that, we see success all over the country. We don't have time now, but sometime ask me about, there's a, there's a county in Florida called Liberty County, and a sheriff literally protected his gun rights of a citizen and the governor arrested the sheriff. But I got the rest of the story at some later date where the sheriff wins and we actually had Liberty in Liberty County and the governor got shut down and the peaceful citizen had his rights intact. CSPOA.org, we are solutions oriented and we have options available to us now. Hey, God bless you, Sam. Thanks for coming on the show. And um, I'll, I'll actually reach out to you um, later after the show 
and uh, have a conversation with you and we'll have you back on. I'd like to get some more updates and we'd like to get some information so we can, you know, push the event that you have coming up in Vegas on in September. So God bless you. Roger that. Thanks so much for having me. God All bless. Right. All right. So, uh, you know, I'm going to do a couple of ad reads right now, guys. Listen, um, our sponsors are the reason why we're able to do this, um, but I, I'm going to have a special request as well. I just heard that we're going to um, get smacked again with another uh, uh, sanction by the court um, on my court case, so I'm going to have to pay uh, attorney fees for Eric Coomer, and we're going to talk a little bit about him today. So um, if you can support me, please go and into the, uh, I don't remember what it is, but we have a fund set up for uh, legal fees. We're over 500 grand, and now I got to pay another 15 to 20 grand of that piece of trashes of, of legal fees. So I'm hearing. So um, go to is it uh, uh, GiveSendGo? GiveSendGo.com/slash/defendJoeOlden. I'm going to put it up yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, if you can help, great. Um, if you can't, prayers are, are welcome as well. It's a it's pretty crazy what's happening, but um, we just have to continue to push. And uh, yeah, so we got a couple of also partners in, in, uh, for the show that I want to talk about. One of which is, I told you I've been a member. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. Uh, do you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road? Do you like, like to hike or spend time outdoors? Um, do you drive a lot? Do you travel a lot? Um, if so, you know, insurance doesn't always cover the cost of a medical flight, uh, but when Air Medcare Network, uh, with, Air, with Air Medcare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year, your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. There's also another uh, program underneath it where if you're in a different state, they'll fly you back to your home so it lessens the burden for your family. I had a conversation with an air uh, medical uh, pilot who flies for uh, Flight for Life, and he says that he does up to nine flights a day. And I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, that's a whole lot of accidents. So I thought it was a whole lot less prevalent than that, but it sounds like it's, you know, it's a place of, you know, it, it is, it is fire insurance, but for $85 a year to hold, cover your whole family, it's, it's probably worth it. Actually it is worth it. So you can go to airmedcarenetwork.com uh, slash daily and use the promo code daily. You'll receive up to a $50 e-gift card when you sign up today. So I want to jump into a bunch of other things. I mean, we, we got a lot to go through, and we might go a little over today. So if that's uh, okay with you, uh, we'll probably have some more conversations to have. Um, guys, l listen, we, we are, we're in a really weird place as a country because we recognize all of the fraud that's against us, right? We, we recognize that these are corrupt individuals. We, we recognize that they're parroting the same message, um, that they're calling everyone election deniers. Now they've stopped even talking about it. But the election was stolen in 2020. And the more evidence that we have, the, the more crazy it becomes, because now they just don't respond. And so this, this arrest of Tina, uh, <laughs> this is the craziest thing that I've ever seen. Um, but and so we're going to go ahead and put that up, if you can, Mr. Producer. Go ahead and put this up from the Colorado Sun. Uh, this is crazy. Indicted on 10 counts. Um, was indicted on 10 counts. Embattled Mesa County clerk. Tina Peters has been indicted by a grand jury on a mix of felony misdemeanor charges, including allegations of attempted influence of public servant and criminal impersonation. Um, so, by the way, these are all... I don't know how they found a grand jury that could actually indict Tina, but the... It's, it's really, really, really crazy. 
it's it's actually past crazy. It's past crazy. So count one, attempt to influence a public servant. Count two, attempt to influence a public servant. By the way, that's lying, by the way. That's what that's what Eric Coomer should have been charged with, but wasn't. Uh, number th- count three, attempt to influence a public servant. Count four, conspiracy to commit criminal impersonation, uh, which she never did. Um, count five, attempt to influence a public servant. Count six, criminal impersonation caused liability. Uh, <laughs> conspiracy to commit criminal impersonation caused liability um, was Tina Peters' uh, identity theft, using information to obtain thing of value for Tina Peters. This is unbelievable. She is a sitting county clerk and recorder. Her job is to protect the people in the community. She does not answer to the Secretary of State. She answers to the people. She was elected by the people. Um, count, um, count nine, first degree official misconduct. Um, <laughs> count 10, violation of duty. Uh, CRS 1-13-107. So I went and looked up this uh, 1-13-107 and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally trying to understand how they turned that into a a misdemeanor uh, because I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing how that's, that's a misdemeanor. I, I think that violation of duty is maybe, maybe it is. I don't, maybe it is of uh, count 13 failure to comply with requirements of secretary of state. Um, again, I've, I've never heard of this before. I've never heard of someone being charged for with, with this statute. Matter of fact, I bet you that that it, it it's probably never been used before. And you want to know why it's never been used before? Under elections, Title I, under elections, is uh, Part One offenses. These are uh, election offenses. I, I don't... I'm looking through the uh, fair requirements of the Secretary of State. So let me read this to you. Any person who willfully interferes or willfully refuses to comply with the rules of the Secretary of State or the Secretary of State's designated agent in the carrying out of the powers and duties prescribed in Section 1-1-107 is guilty of a misdemeanor. Here, let me put this up here so that they, they can share this with you. Here you go. I put it up there for you. Um is guilty of a misdemeanor upon conviction thereof shall be punished by a fine of not less than $100 and not more than five or not more than $500 or by imprisonment in the County jail for not more than 30 days or by both such fine and imprisonment. Um, so I went back to 107, which is really violation of duty, which is the one that they said that she did any public officer, election official or the person upon whom is duly duty is imposed by the code who violates, neglects or fails to perform such duty or is guilty of corrupt conduct in the discharge of the same or any notary republic or an officer authorized by law to administer oaths who administers any oath knowing to be false or knowingly makes a false certificate in regards to a matter connected with any election provision by law is guilty of a misdemeanor upon conviction thereof shall be punished as provided in section 1-13-111. And so if we go there, in all cases where the offense is denominated by the code, as being a misdemeanor or no penalty is specific, the offender upon conviction thereof shall be punished by a fine of not more than $1,000 or by imprisonment in the county jail for not more than one year or both such fine and imprisonment. Guys, listen, we are dealing with, go ahead and take it down, Mr. Producer. 
we are dealing with a massive amount of fraud that is happening in our country and a takeover of Soros-based individuals. And so as we start walking down this pathway and looking at what we're dealing with, um, you cannot help but say to yourself, all right, it's time that we get in the gap. It's time. It's time that we stand up and, and, and start acting against these really evil people. And so your, your job is to become an ambassador for truth. Look, I, I, I've given up what I can give up. I, I've given it up. I mean, I keep giving it up. I keep giving up and giving up more and more and more. And, you know, frankly, I had a conversation with, with a young man today, and he goes, Joe, I can't stand up like you can. I can't stand up like you can because if I stand up like you can, um, I'll lose everything. And I said, some people have to act in the shadows and some people have to fund and support what's being done. And some people ha can, can have the ability to stand out in the open. Well, I'm standing out in the open. I'm taking all the hits from, from I mean, the Voice of America. And if you haven't gone back and listened to that podcast, um, that was pretty funny, wasn't it, Mr. Producer? Was that funny? Yeah, that did tickle me a little bit. So it's uh, it's the one that talks about uh, fake news and and deep news. Yeah, it's uh, deep, deep deep state deep news. Deep state deep, 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 deep news. And in that podcast, uh, yeah, we're going to do this one really quick before I before I forget to do this. I'm going to read one of our spa sponsors. So tired of feeling like someone is always watching you on the internet. Maybe advertisers need know a little bit too much about you or concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't always solve the problem. IP Vanish VPN is here to protect your rights. Uh, to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computer, tablet, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. That means your data details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on limited devices devices without sacrifice on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like the Fire Stick when you're streaming media, whether at home or in public. I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. Um, I actually do, but um, I do use IPVanish as well, and I am also a client of theirs. So they're going to offer you incredibly 70% off their yearly plan of listeners uh, with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. Um, you can go to ipvanish.com slash daily and use the promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash daily. That's ipvanish.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. Um, yeah, so we, we're very careful about our sponsors, by the way. Um, and the reason why we are is because, you know, we have lots of different companies that come through and say, hey, we want to be on your, we want to, we want to, we want to talk to your listeners. Um, but frankly, it's, uh, you know, we, we look at things that are going to be a benefit to you. Um, so where was I? I think I was going back to... Um, the uh, podcast with the, the journalist. Yeah, so the podcast with the journalist, it is... See if I can find it really quick. Yeah, it is Deep State Deep News. If you haven't seen it, I want you to go back and watch it. Um, but that was, that was me basically holding up a phone to the, the deal and talking. And he was really talkative at first, wasn't he? He was really talkative. He was really talkative, yeah. and he made no, uh, he had no hesitation in asking if he could record you, and then all of a sudden he wasn't comfortable when you, you said I want to record too. The same. And then, and then we went live, and so it live, it, it automatically records it into the ecosystem for our audio version. But, um, you know, you can watch it on the website too. So you can watch it on the website and wipe it, watch it on a Rumble. Uh, the website um, can accommodate you as well. But, I want to walk through all the different things 
that, um, that we're dealing with right now. So we have, we have Tina Peters, which just came up this morning. Um, you, we have the stuff that's going on in Delaware. Um, let's go ahead and put that up if we can, Mr. Producer. Uh, in Delaware, the Delaware County man was charged with registering dead relatives to vote in the presidential election. So Bruce Bartman told investigators he acted in an attempt to further President Trump's campaign. He was charged with perjury and unlawful voting. It seems that it's kind of weird that uh, they're only bringing up stuff that, that is against uh, people that are Trump supporters. Uh, you notice that they didn't do anything about the nearly 25 million illegal votes across the country um, that were done as well. And then if we, if we look at what's happening right now, uh, Robin Voss extends Gableman's election review through April um, and no added funds. So uh, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, this is, by the way, in, um, uh, in Wisconsin. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and former Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman have signed a new contract through April 30th for ongoing partisan review of the 2020 election. Though it does not include additional funding except to cover any remaining court battles, Gableman was hired by Voss um, last summer at the cost of 676000 in taxpayer funds and is about operating under previous contract expired at the end of last year. A new contract maintains Gableman's existing budget but does not allow for the possibility of adding funds to cover the cost of multiple lawsuits related to the probe. Um, so, so this is, again, we, we have lots of stuff that's happening. Here's another one, uh, in the Smartmatic case. I don't know if you guys know this, but, um, Giuliani and, um, the Smartmatic $2.7 billion case, uh, was dismissed against Giuliani in part against Giuliani, uh, Janine Pirro and Sidney Powell. Um, so the, the interesting part about this is that, that the, uh, um, that, that, that we're seeing that we're seeing that they're let, allowing them to go after Fox News, but everyone else has been let off the hook, pretty much. I think that's how I read that. I don't know if you re yeah, read it the yeah. same way. And uh, I mean, really, all we're seeing now is the same thing with Tina Peters. It's the same thing in all these cases. The I mean, it's you've said it multiple times before. The ju the judiciary is being weaponized. They're using it against Tina Peters. They're terrified of her uh, run for Secretary of State. They know that she can bring the cards down uh, here in Colorado. She exposed exactly what they were doing and confirmed so many of the things that we knew about the election systems and the deceit that the individuals who were running them are using against the American people. And they're just running the clock out in all of these other cases. They don't. They don't want Gableman to continue. They don't. They don't want any of any of these things to actually uh, come to fruition. And they have to keep running the ball down the court with. Uh, with all these lawsuits and this garbage against uh, Giuliani in, in all these cases because they know that the uh, the facade is slipping and the American people are continuing to see what's happening. So they don't have a choice but to play these ridiculous games to hide wh what the truth of the state of our country actually is. Yeah, I think that the the interesting part about what's happening right now, I don't know if you've you've seen this, is that the, the weaponization is starting to catch up to them. They're, they are starting to get to the place where, where frankly... Um, we, we're seeing the corruption being uncovered in pieces. And um, like Tina, what she did is, I, mean, I, I don't actually know how a grand jury can be given half the information and not be given the other information that shows that the election was stolen in Mesa County. And you'd say, well, it still went towards Trump. And we would say, so what? The collective of going towards Colorado goes to the Electoral College. 
And so we're, we're, not, a, we're not a blue state. We're a red state. We're, we're much more red than we are blue. Um, but what's really interesting about what's happening is you can start to see, Mr. Producer, you can start to see the unequal application of laws across our country. So I'm going to break something else for you that I think is th that, that we should probably talk about. We talked about Eric Coomer almost getting arrested. We walked through the videos, right, Eric Coomer? Yeah, we, we walked through every single minute of it. We're seeing that there is no law and order. There's no law and order. And, and at the end of this show, we're going to walk through some other things with you. But, guys, something else happened. So, something else happened. There, there, is a, uh, there is a young man, two young men, that uh, got in a fight with Eric Coomer. And they threw the book at him. They threw the book at him. They were all three drinking. Um, I, I'm looking at the, the plea agreement. I'm looking at the, um, uh, the information related to um, the records on these individuals. And the only people that were... So Coomer was allegedly drunk, chased these two people that worked for him down, got in a fight with those two people. Those two people beat him up. The cops show up. These two are charged. Guess who was not charged? Was it Coomer? Eric Coomer. Eric Coomer. Even though Eric Coomer was allegedly drunk, now we have witnesses that are coming forward. We have a massive corruption problem in Chaffee County, Colorado, Colorado in Salida. Massive fraud that's happening in that area. That is where all the evil hangs out. It's like the Ukraine of Colorado, I think. But as I look through this stuff, and we're going to get body cam footage and everything else for this. And by the way, Joey Camp, I want to thank him again for doing a bunch of work. There's uh, some private investigators that have been digging into this. Um, th this, is, this, is like a, this is like a mafia street thug. I mean, I don't know what to equate him to. And I don't actually, I can't even fathom the fact that Tina Peters is getting arrested because her job is to protect the vote of the American people in her area. And so the Secretary of State says, you got to do this trusted build. you got to trust me. And she's like, that doesn't sound right. You want to delete election records. In any, other, in any other world, if we, were a if we were abiding by the Constitution, Tina Peters would be in her right protecting the interests of the people there in machines that should not be there. She would be in her right to say, I need to investigate. Yet here we are dealing with right now, what all I can say is dealing with a corrupt secretary of state in a corrupt state that's run by and money from George Soros is pouring in. It's the home of Dominion voting systems. You got Eric Coomer up there that's a street thug getting into fights, drinking and driving, lying to police, and yet he's not charged. Not once, twice. Then he lies and he, he sues Clay Clark because I got on stage and said, the guy's a piece of trash. Well, tell me who the piece of trash is. Show me where I've been arrested for getting in a street fight with people that work with you. M more importantly than that, 
More importantly than that, I want to say something. The, the cook that took the shots with Eric Coomer, who had no idea who Eric Coomer was, got fired. Like, oops, I, I need to fire you. Get rid of you. You know, the one that was on the video with the police. I look at what we're dealing with right now. I look at it and I go, how in the world could we be in a place where these people are getting away with this? How? How could they be getting away with it? How in the world does a guy get in a street fight? And by the way, it reckons back to, by the way, his brother works for some security agency. His, his father worked for a security agency. How does a guy in 2006 go from a heroin addict twice charged for, for driving under the influence? I, I haven't gotten those cases yet. Actually, I think I did. Driving under the influence. Uh, he's a drug addict. And within six months of that, he's working on elections. Working on elections. How? How is that the most qualified person? We're going to take this guy and we're going to place him in there. If he's not working for the deep state interest of the CIA or some other group, how is it that his Facebook page reads of he hates America? He hates America. He hates cops, yet the cops let him off on everything. How? If it's not corrupt, if we're not dealing with a mafioso-type environment, and by the way, who, do you, who investigates that? The governor's office? How deep's the corruption? How deep does it go that they built this fraternity that works against the interests of the American people? How does a guy go out there, chase two guys down, and those guys get charged with a felony, and he gets charged with nothing, and they're all drunk? How? What's worse is that it's not just a Democrat problem. It's a Republican problem as well. So we're digging into someone that's running currently for the commissioner's office who is deeply connected to Eric Coomer's attorneys, who is also deeply connected to Eric Coomer, who also is deeply connected to a lot of bad people across Colorado. That's actually happening right now. And people are coming out of the woodwork saying, you can't use my name. You can't use my name. You can't use my name. And I say, okay, can't use your name. Give me proof, though. And so they do. When the U.S. Attorney General is actually guiding and directing the DA in Grand Junction to attack Tina Peters and Belinda, and is, and is getting into it, like, hey, you need to charge her with this and charge her with that. They're trying to wear them down. Charge them with a bunch of stuff. Make it really hard for him. Intimidate him. Push down on him. That's what's happening right now. That's what we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with a massive amount of fraud inside of our government apparatus. These are criminals. When lawlessness becomes law, you have a duty. You have an obligation to stand up against it. And so I'm going to push. I'm going to push you to do the right thing and share every one of these videos not because I want my mug out there. It's because the truth has to be heard, and courage is more infectious than fear. There's a reason why VOA, Voice of America, is trying to say that I'm anti, that I'm, I'm puppeting the, the propaganda. Well, let's talk about propaganda. 
Mr. Producer, do we have those videos for Ukraine that I put on my Telegram channel? Some of you guys haven't seen it on the PBS special. Do we have that? Can we grab that off the off the yeah, page, please? All right. And and there's there's another one. So I'm going to tell you right now: the more and the further I get down the path, the less likely I am to support Ukraine. I'm just going to say it. I'm less likely. And you would say, Joe, you you got to support them because people are dying. Yes, they are. Yeah. They absolutely are. That is absolutely true. People are dying. And now you have people coming out saying it's not possible that they're, that they're bio labs in Ukraine. But they admitted it. Take down the other video, if you will, too, the 41 seconds. Max wants us to hear the whole thing, that they're not you know, owned by the U.S. government. I never said they were owned by the U.S. government. The, the U.S. is involved in them. The U.S. is involved in those bio labs. But no, they're buying couches. They're buying furniture. They're buying, yeah, so they're going to tell us the truth. They've told us the truth about how much so far. How much have they told us the truth about? How much has our government apparatus told us, we the people, how much have they told us that is true? I mean, think about it. Let's think back. COVID, they tell us the truth about that. How about ivermectin? How about the 745 different tests that were that were done before February, excuse me, 745 um, trials that were done before January of 2021. Excuse me. Yes, 2021. But you didn't hear about any of them. And then the ones you did hear about it, they're like, oh, nope, there's one here that it, it actually didn't work. It's red. They all show it works, yet the, the hospitals were told not to give it. The people were told not to take it. The media puppeted that it was horse stuff. The FDA puppeted the same thing, even though ivermectin has been around for decades and has been used as an antiviral and antiparasitic for decades. Oh, but you can't have it, but the refugees that were coming in from Afghanistan because of the absolute tobacco that, that Biden did in leaving billions of dollars worth of equipment in Afghanistan and bringing people to the United States because they're more important than we are. In a globalist society, let's just pack the house and make Americans less relevant. And if you don't think that's what's happening, go to the UK and talk to anyone that for generations has been in London and they're pushed out only to have foreigners come in and be given their flats, their homes, a socialist environment. That is real. Let's go ahead and play the Victoria Newland talking about biolabs and not letting research material getting to... Russians' hands. Let's play. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of. Uh, Russian forces should they approach. Okay. So conspiracy theory though, right? Conspiracy theory. And and by the way, listen guys, why do they have bio labs in Ukraine? And by the way, NATO is at the end of all of this. The tip of the spear in this is NATO. NATO is literally trying to press some new world order across the globe. And that's why they are, they are ratcheting up, sending people to the United States, sending foreigners to the United States to kill their culture, and you're letting it happen. 
And you're letting the rhinos, by the way, you pieces of trash, you're let, not only letting it happen, you're the cause of this. You're the cause of this. Let's compromise. Screw you and your compromise. Screw you. And by the way, if you're poor and you're in poor, you're in, in, in poor communities right now, guess what? You're a victim of your own leadership. They don't care about you. They hate you. And you say, no, 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 no. No, they, they love, look, they get up there and they talk about how, you know, white people are bad and, you know, conservatives are bad and they're stabbing, the people that are talking about it are stabbing you while you're talking. They're stabbing you and you feel pain. And it's coming from the traitors in your own community who have betrayed you. See, we're, we're not Americans anymore. We're whatever they tell us to be. We're divided by race. We're divided by religion. We're divided, divided by school, you know, CRT and, and gender fluidity. And I want to be a I want to be a girl with a penis. You're not. You're a man dressed up like a girl. Sorry. And they're recruiting kids, but they divide us, divide us, divide us, make our kids stoop more stupid. They're not smarter. <laughs> kids in China are a lot smarter, I'm telling you. They go through a regiment, same regiment's been around since the you know, early 1800s. They haven't changed it. Math, science, English, history. And you'd say, what's well, revisionist history from China? No shit. What do you think they do here? What do you think they do here? You think we're being told the truth? When have they told us the truth? When has the government apparatus done anything for any of you? I'll wait. Tell me. And somebody just said, Putin is not a great guy, but he is not in the wrong here. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And right now, the government apparatus of the United States is definitely not our friend. Ukraine is not our friend. Why do they have biolabs? Let's go ahead and play the, the cut for Hillary Clinton. I mean, Hillary Clinton, if we could. Let's go ahead and play it. Uh, the level of um, defense and determination uh, that the Ukrainian people are showing, starting uh, with their... President, President Zelensky, going all the way down to, you know, grandmothers and young women taking up uh, arms for the first time to defend their families Pause. and their community. Guys, I want to point something out. That is a wooden gun. <laughs> I, that's a wooden gun. Mr. Producer, is that a wooden gun? Uh, that's either a wooden gun or it's a cardboard gun. I, and this is actually something that somehow the mainstream media put. This is MSNBC. Yeah. They actually put this out. And I don't know if they're literally just stupid or I, I don't even understand how they could put this out. This is what they're using. And a lot of the images that are coming out are this. And they're trying to pull on everyone's heartstrings with garbage like this. This is this is mainstream news. This is this is why why we need to go along with Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, g giving up everything to support Ukraine for, for, for what? Yeah, yeah. So let's finish it. Unities uh, is tragic but inspiring. Okay. So somebody just asked what's wrong with my face. You see these right here? This is from years of being out in the sun. <laughs> so they did that freezing thing on my face. They did it on my nose too. Um, so they did that freezing stuff on my face. So the normal ugliness that you get, you get a little extra ugly uh, in there as well. Um, so I'm, I'm fine. 
I'm not, I'm not, this is fine. They're just, and it, it, it does bother me, but it bothers you more than it does me. And if you're on the audio version, you can't see my face, which is probably why our audio versions are going up dramatically. They're like, oh, we love Joe. I just don't want to look at his ugly mug. We'll get a bag. We'll get a bag this week. All right. So, uh, yeah, so, so back to what we're dealing with with Ukraine. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff in Ukraine that is coming out that leads you down a path. Somebody just sent me something that I thought was interesting. I haven't been able to validate it yet, but maybe I'll go ahead and put it up. Um, and Mr. Producer, I'm, I'm trying to uh, also get you uh, some of the information we have. Let's see here. We'll drop it here, see if it works. No, it's not going to work. Um, we also have some information of, I guess, and again, I'm, I'm trying to say I guess because I'm not sure, I'm really not sure that, frankly, if I am right or if I'm not right on this. Um, Mr. Producer, I just put a, a picture up for you. Uh, we, we are dealing with a massive amount of information and the media lying to us about everything. This, by the way, is something that came across, somebody sent to me, um, and this is while these people aren't defending the Ukraine government, when these people are defending the Ukraine government, and it has a picture of Trudeau, uh, Soros, uh, it's a picture of uh, people that are Satan worshipers, uh, Biden, um, you know, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, you know that it says when these people are defending the Ukraine government, you know Putin must be onto something. And again, Putin was the head of the KGB, which is the equivalent of the CIA. And the CIA has done more color revolutions and caused more death and destruction across the globe, like it or not, right? I'm a, I'm a hundred percent American, hundred percent. But when people like this are supporting the Ukraine government, you know, you know that they are lying to you. They didn't wake up one day and say, I have a conscience. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I, I, I now have a conscience and I 100% want to tell the American people the truth. They haven't told us the truth about anything. And if it wasn't for, which I believe what can be used for bad can also be used for good. If it wasn't for the pandemic, we wouldn't have known what they were teaching our kids and why they came home and all of a sudden we're teaching them you know, values of, of Jesus and values of faith and they come home after we tell them to listen to their teachers years later and now there's some leftist loony and we've lost them forever or that they're afraid of everything, and they've been taught differently. But they went to school and got indoctrinated. They got trained. Your parents are stupid by these evil pieces of trash that, I mean, it's no wonder that the teachers' union is now supporting just the teachers. The teachers are a part of this evil, evil, evil shift in our country. It's, it's pretty evident why it's happening. So I, I, I was trying to find this video, but somebody sent me something that... I thought was interesting. It was from uh, Twitter, and Mr. Producer, I'll, I'll put this up so you can see it. Um, this is from a, a guy named Les Luthor, and again, you can't make this stuff up. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's uh, pictures of a stage where they're actually creating pictures in Ukraine in a warehouse. Now, keep in mind, do you think that President Trump ever went to a stage of the White House that they build to make it look like the Oval Office? Do you think that ever happened? Do you think in the history of our nation they'd ever used that? 
So this is an illusion warfare report, The Road to Ukraine. Join me as I LARP my way onto Hollywood movie set we know as Ukraine. Will the Matrix allow me to peek behind the curtain of the manufactured or manipulated world staged event? Now, the more I talk to people over in Ukraine, the worse it seems to get for me. I don't know how you can entrench yourself, and, and, and it, it is happening. People in the United States are coming to the realization, they're coming to the realization that they're lying to us about Ukraine. And it's not just here. Um, I, I, I had a conversation with someone that's in New Zealand. There's some stuff that's coming out of Australia. There's, there's soldiers that were, that were previously in the Ukrainian army. They're coming forward saying, you know, it's not true. It's not true. We're, we're dealing with massive amounts of corruption. You have a police officer, which that it was in Kiev, said that he was told to arrest and detain one of the people that was actually, um, uh, they say, creating propaganda for Russia. And uh, he went to arrest the guy and said, hey, listen, instead of arresting him, he's like, I just told him to get out of town. Get out of town. They're hunting you. They're hunting anyone that doesn't stick with the narrative. Does that sound like a democracy? And then we, all we hear is that people in Russia are getting arrested by the thousands for telling Putin to stop. If, if you don't think there are bio labs inside of Ukraine, I can't help you. If you don't think that Soros and Hillary Clinton, which, by the way, who is Hillary? She's an old hag that has more blood on her hands and Bill's hands than almost anyone in the United States. If you don't think that those people being on the side of Zelensky is a problem, then you're not, you're not a critical thinker. You need to get back to drinking your Kool-Aid, putting your head in the sand, and just letting things happen to you. Because there's a thing called sensibility. If, if, you're, if it tugs on your sensibility, if there's something in you, and yes, we all want to believe that people are being honest with us. We do. I want to believe that they are good people in government. I want to believe that the government apparatus is more good than bad. But it's not. And it's not that I'm, I'm anti-government, but they take 52 cents on every dollar from us. And by the way, they're taking even more. If they really cared about the American people and the fact that we're suffering and the poorest among us are suffering, if they really cared about it, why would they project the fact that you're going to suffer because of Ukraine? Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they suspend gas tax, which is represents about one-third of the price that you pay for gas? One-third. In California, it's more. It's more like 45% is gas tax included in every gallon of gas. Why wouldn't they suspend that? It'll get the price back down to $3 a gallon. Why wouldn't they do that to help the American people? If, you really, if you, they really cared about you, why wouldn't they just cut their taxes? It's all based on percentages. Why not, why not just take those percentages down and make tax cheaper for us? They blame GOP for the, the fight in Ukraine when it's actually the really bad people, the evil people inside of our government. See, we know who that we know who our enemy is. We know. We know that the, the rhinos, the establishment, are not our friends. We know that the radical left are not our friends. We know that they are standing up for and trying to destroy you. That's why they're opening borders. 
That's why they're, you know, I don't even know how you could be in the border patrol and not stand up to your leaders and say, no, 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 we're done. Why don't you build your own fraternity as border patrol agents and repel people from the border? You swore an oath to protect this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic. Are you not smart enough to realize that the enemies that we have on the domestic side are literally stealing the future for your children? I mean, it, it's, it's pretty evident. It's evident. And it's everywhere. And I try to look at it from a critical eye. I try to look at it from Max's perspective. I do. I go through it and I'm like, is it me? I'm an introspective person. I go, is it me? Is it me? Like, what am I missing here? I want, I want people. I want people to be able to tell me what truth is and me be able to depend on it. But we haven't been able to do that up until this point. So here we are. We're at that place. We are out of time. I think we have one more ad read, which I'll do if we can, and that's for uh, Interforce. So we've only got a couple more weeks left, I think. Three, four more weeks left. Uh, our partner Interforce is giving a chance to win a 2021 Ford F450, gooseneck trailer, Can-Am Maverick, and 20000 in cash. Conservative daily listeners can get 1,000 bonus entries on top of everything else that they're offering. Um, and if you use the promo code CD21, you can also get 10% off instead if you use CD10. Um, visit the site at interforce.com. That's E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. Buy some gear. Um, the reason why we picked them as a sponsor is because they support the January 6th, and, and we're going to donate this, you know, this to them. It's going to be a pretty large amount. I think we're going to be somewhere around ten or $12,000 that we'll, that we'll be donating as a sponsor. So uh, we have these Free Our People sweatshirts. We obviously know what they're doing, the January 6th political prisoners. Um, what's, what's really interesting about this is that we haven't done enough for these political prisoners. We haven't done enough. We haven't done nearly enough. And by the way, they pushed us into a corner. And then, Mr. Producer, if we can just put this, push this up really quick. Anyway, I need to read this part about it first. No purchase or payment of any kind is necessary to enter or win. No purchase or payment will improve your chances of winning. Okay, so we had these rules for radicals before we, before we actually get, go. Um, the rules for radicals, uh, if we could put that up, Mr. Producer, let me tell you what the rules for radicals are and what's happening right now. And you tell me what part of this is actually happening now. Power is not the only way we have. Is not, is, excuse me. Okay. Power is not, the on, is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Power is derived from two main sources, money and people. Have-nots must build power from flesh and blood. Um, so it's a perception of power. And what, what they have right now is a perception of power. We actually have a lot of power. We're like the elephant in the room with a, a, a string tied to us. And everyone, by the way, keeps telling us that, oh, they can use it against you. Let them. They're already doing it. They're already doing it. Let them. They're, let them lie about you. Let them try to destroy. Let them do that. Let them do it. And continue to fight. This whole Tina Peters deal, after the reports that came out, we are going to protest across the entire country. We are but we're gonna do it really big in Colorado. Let's go back to it really quick, Mr. Producer, so I can read number two. Number two, never go outside the expertise of your people. It results in confusion, fear, and retreat. Feeling secure adds to the backbone of anyone. Number three, whenever possible, go outside the expertise of the enemy. Look for ways to increase insecurity, anxiety, and uncertainty. Right? By the way, this is called a conscience. 
So as they, as, as they, as they do this and they build this and they say these things, they, they look to ways to make you have anxiety. I don't have anxiety at all. I have none. I don't give a flying you-know-what whether or not they attack me or not, what they say about me. I don't care. I'm past it. I'm, I'm truly past it. And I just speak. I'm not saying that that's for everyone, but I'm saying if it's not for you, then find a way to contribute. Find a way to get in the gap to limit your anxiety and concentrate on your character. All right, put it back up again. Number four, make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. If the rule is that every letter gets a reply, send 30,000 letters. You can kill them with this because no one can possibly obey all of their own rules, right? This also goes to them telling you that we have to pray for our enemy and turn the other cheek. No, we don't have to turn the other cheek. Number five, ridicule is man's most potent weapon. By the way, I think that that Bible verse is, most, is what most pastors who are uh, what I want to call uh, pacifists have led us to the place we're at. We're, we're, there, we're here where we're at now because of a pacifist mentality and not standing up and, be, and, and controlling the mores of our society. Um, number five is ridicule a man's most potent weapon. There is no defense. It's irrational. It's infuriating. And it also works as a key pressure point to force the enemy into concessions. We will never concede anything anymore. We're done. A good tactic if, is one your people enjoy. They'll keep doing it without urging or coming back to more. They're doing their thing and will even suggest better ones. They enjoy burning and looting buildings, right? Isn't that what they, they enjoy doing? Oh, yeah. We keep playing by their rules. Hurting people. Let's put it back up again so I can continue to read it. Um, a tactic that drags on too long becomes a drag. Don't become old news. That's why they stopped doing the BLM stuff, because they knew. Keep the pressure on. Never let up. Keep trying new things to keep the opposition off balance. As the opposition masters one approach, hit them from the flank with something new. What are they doing right now? What are they doing? They're, they're dropping more and more stuff in front of us, and we've got to just ignore it. Well, the, the, the main problem, we have to work the problem. What's the problem? Work the problem. Work the problem. Work the problem. You want to work the problem? The problem is the election in 2020 was stolen. We work the problem. Stay on the problem. Stay focused. Stay focused. And anybody that tells you that you're just going to be able to walk away from all of this and, hey, everyone needs to stay 100% peaceful, and, and we need a coalition government, and if we had a coalition, it would stop us from, this is Patrick, right? Isn't this Patrick? I missed, a, <laughs> I missed all that part. Yeah, yeah, and you know, what, what, what I think we should do is, you know, think about it, hear me out, a coalition government. Yeah, right? okay. yeah, yeah, I haven't you ran know, this by you know, I haven't talked Flynn to Flynn yet. about it, yeah. Yeah. And look, I like General Flynn, but, and I, I hope that he's not a part of the deep state. I mean, I know that people have said he is. I know that Lynn has said he is. I, I hope that he's just being dragged into this. Um, and I, I think he is. I, I mean, you have a guy that basically cooperated with the CIA. There's lots of reports about Patrick and Jovan. I mean, he just blah, 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 runs his mouth, right? But Patrick is definitely 100%. He, he, he literally worked for the government against his own girlfriend who was an agent. <laughs> I don't know how much more close to uh, being in bed with the enemy you could possibly get. Um, put it back up for a minute, will you? And then we're going to... All right, so number, uh, number nine, the threat is usually more terrifying than the thing itself. Imagine, imagination and ego can dream up more, many more consequences than any activist. See, this is what they talk about when they talk about 
creating imagination, like what's next? This is why uh, John Roberts, uh, Supreme Court uh, you know, Chief Judge John Roberts, this is, this is why he said, hey, look, they're burning buildings. It's because his imagination and ego said these are the consequences if we actually make sure that we secure the election in 2020 and stop the fraud. The majority, number 10, is the majority premise for tactics that is development, um, development of operations that will maintain a constant pressure upon the opposition. It is this unceasing pressure that results in the reactions from the opposition that are essentially for the success of the campaign. Right, listen to me. We need to put the unceasing pressure, and we don't do it because they tell us not to. They tell us not to. They tell us that we have to take the high road. No, we don't have to take the high road. We do not have to take the high road. If you push a negative number 11, if you push a negative hard enough, it will push through and become a positive. Violence from the other side can win the public to your side because the public sympathizes with the underdog. Now, now the people in this country who are the majority are the underdog because they have literally destroyed every part of our government. The price of success, number 12, the price of successful attack is a constructive alternative. Never let the enemy score points because you're caught without a solution to the problem. They don't have solutions to problems. And we have to call them what they are. They are liars. They are cheats. They are frauds. They are trash. And you can say, oh, don't. God loves them too. No crap he does. And when it's all over, I'll pray for them. I'll dust them off. But we're in a war for the soul of America. And you want to talk to me about semantics. You want to talk to me about, hey, let's take them donuts. That was said to me. Let's go ahead and take them donuts. No, I'm not going to take them donuts. And number 13, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. Cut it off from the support network and isolate the target from sympathy. Go after people, not institutions. People hurt faster than institutions. All right. F you. You, you tried. You went, you went after my businesses. You, you doxed me. You said that I'm, I'm pro-Russia. That's not what I said. I said, I am on Russia's side in this offensive every day and twice on Sunday because I know the underlying of Ukraine. That it's evil and it's run by Soros and Clinton and Dominion voting systems, which, by the way, had servers in Romania that were seized right after the election in 2020. Nah, nobody talked about that. Nobody talked about that. And you say, Joe, how do you know that? I know a lot. They're still trying to figure out where I'm getting my information, how I'm getting it. Ah, we've got your phone. How are you getting this information? There are some good people out there that are giving us that information. All right, well, listen, guys. I keep telling you guys that um, we have to stand in the gap. I do want to tell you right now, you got to get in the gap. You got to be an ambassador of truth. You got to share this message. If you don't want to share this message, okay, don't share this message. Keep it to yourself. You, you can do that. You can continue to perpetuate the issue that we have with Coomer and the fact that he can get away with bloody murder while good people that are standing up for their people that they should be standing up for are being persecuted. You can continue to let that happen or you can get in the gap. So there's a couple ways that you can actually participate in this. One, become a member of FECUnited.com. FECUnited.com. Go there. Become a member. $60 a year. We have a whole thing for businesses that we're going to be rolling out to replace the Chamber of Commerce because we know what they did in the election in 2020, like Zuckerbucks. The next thing is, is that you can organize people because that's what we're going to be doing is organize people to go into pubs and, and uh, social clubs and everything else and have meetings once a week, once a month, twice a week, twice a month. I don't know. I mean, we, we tried once a week and like 20 people showed up and then people asked, what happened last week? 
Um, but we should be having these in every one of our communities and let that grow and build a fraternity of people that are willing to stand up. And, and lastly, pray. And by the way, you should be doing that first. And just understand that when we talk about prayer, prayer is not something that you do in a vacuum. You can do it all day long while you're walking down and say, dear Lord, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing next, but just guide me in this, will you? Guide me down the path where I'm doing what's right by my neighbors, my friends, and, and frankly, in helping us repel this evil that is not just in the United States, it's around the world. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Um, if you like a, a podcast, please follow us at on Rumble. Um, you can also follow us uh, uh, live at conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and Cloud Hub. You can follow me on Conservative Daily. I am on, uh, you can follow us on Telegram, sorry, at Conservative Daily. You can follow me at Joe Oltman. You can follow Max at Max J. McGuire. Um, if you want to hear us on the uh, audio version, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Please subscribe, give us a five-star review. Share this episode with someone that needs to hear it and someone would enjoy hearing it as well. If you need a reminder, when we go live, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. Um, use the link in our description as well to subscribe to our newsletter and you can get our fax blast. Um, and so you don't miss any of the important projects or updates that we have going on right now. So that's it, it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oldman. Max is off today. Uh, we've got some special updates coming tonight, so please join us. And uh, remember, the fight is not won, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. God bless you all.